Blog Talk Radio. Anytime you desire, hustle always ain't stopping. We live with that in the fire. Fire. Get it straight to the point, no chaser. No false facts and no faker. Cast on your way. Uh, that entertainment news. Put a little bit of that inspiration. Put it off to the side. To the west. To everyone in this nation. Never be good at celebration. With the girl in motion and all our people. Switching the key. We'll feel no sleep. Giving the game on all we know. So. Would you please pay attention? Trust me if you're really on your own trying to get it. Need an idea how to make your wishes. Get it from the soul, trying to do it in your head. Even if you can't lose, if you've been better than bruised, this is the truth for you. These are the tools. We about to bring you the screws. We did before it was cool. Just what I go through. You, you know, you can't help others when you stay bottled up yourself. 
you know, you have to be able to share your testimony to be able to allow other people to, you know, get through their breakthrough. You have to at times be able to, um, that's how you get through your breakthroughs, you know. So I, I told somebody, like, yesterday, like, it was Thursday, and it finally clicked, like, you haven't had a shower since Sunday. You know, luckily, like, I'm always a cleanly type person, so, you know, I wasn't smelling myself, you know, but um, it just clicked. Like, you've been in this bed, you know, like, you need to get up, and maybe that'll make you feel, like, a little better, you know? And so, like I did, I got up, I kept telling my son, I was like, I'm about to take a shower, and he was like, okay. I was like, you don't understand how big this is. Like, you, all right, just forget it. I'm about to take a shower, you know? And so I did, like, in a shower, I just started to, you know, when you're silent and, you know, sometimes, like, I tell people always, you know, check on your loved ones, check on your friends. When you don't hear from them, you know, you never know what they're going through. But for me, I'm the opposite because when I'm silent, sometimes I need to hear from God, all right? So I don't need to hear mm-hmm. from other people continuously calling on me, checking on me, making sure I'm good. I need to just be by myself, you know, let me, let me wallow. I just, not that I'm in self pity, but just, I need to hear from him. You know, he needs to bring me into understanding about things that I'm going through and why I'm going through those things. So the silence for me is so that I can hear um, a lot louder. And so, you know, just being able to, and I stay up, you know, I have chronic insomnia, you know, and I don't be doing nothing. I just be up like wide awake, you know, but it, and, and for a while it took me a while to understand why. And it's so I can hear, and there may be nights where I don't hear nothing, you know, but the crickets chirping outside, but you know, there may be other times when, and I may hear it in pieces, you know, but finally, you know, in the shower, like I begin to get bits and pieces you know, of what it is, of a clearer understanding and, you know, what it is that I needed to hear. So I'm thankful for, you know, and a lot of people won't acknowledge this, you know, but I'm thankful for those moments that I do have to sit back and, and suffer and go through what it is that I go through. Like, I don't wish it on nobody, you know, because a lot of people would not be able to um, manage, you know, what I go through. When you when you go through depression, like mental illness, is no, it's no joke. But I've, you know, tolerated it for so long, it's like a part of my life, you know what I'm saying? So I'm thankful that I'm able to go through it because each time I go through it, you know, I find strength. And it, it I come out, you know, stronger on the other side. So with that being said, you know, today, like, um, I'm just grateful that I'm nowhere near I was, you know, nowhere where I was at, nowhere where I was at. I'm not where I was at two days ago, you know what I'm saying? So um, I'm 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 just good. Today was kind of crazy. Like I didn't expect to wake up and have to do like um, like five college applications and um, yeah. you know like help with yeah. a freaking psychology paper. You know when I was at Syracuse, I was an English um, tutor, and so that was many many moons ago. Like you know now I help the kids or whatever they need. You know like proofreading on their papers or whatever, but. Like, my daughter was just crazy with this psychology paper. Like, it had to be perfect because it was her final, you know, because she's, she's dual enrolled at the community college. So this paper had to be perfect. And, you know, I'm like, this is not how I want to spend my first day, you know, back in the real world, <laughs> you know. I want to do this today, you know. But the sacrifice that you make for your kids. Um, so that's that's kind of how my, my day went. And I'm like, but I got all this, you know, information to gather for the show and, 
you know, but then you look back and you think you always want better for you. So here we are. We're going we're gonna to get all these applications done, you know, for the schools. We're going to start on our scholarships and everything for the schools. And so all in all, it was a good day. It was worth, you know, the time that I really got to invest with her because this time next year, you know, she'll be gone, you know, and I'll be like, oh, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was my day. That was my day. But that's about me. That's not what you came for. You came, you know, we've been gone for like the past two weeks because, you know, like, um, for whatever reason. Oh, like one week I think I had yeah. to go get my mom to the airport and last week was like a crazy week. for. And I had, I had a lot of shit last week, a lot of shit last week. Um, but we do have a lot of a lot of stuff to talk about um, this week. I want to, I guess I, I jump. No, I don't want to jump into birthdays. I want to talk about. Let's start off on a somber moment, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thursday. Tuesday. Monday. You Tuesday? said Thursday? No, I thought Thursday. The twelfth was on Monday. On Monday. So Monday we started okay. this is probably gonna get me all out of order right here. So Monday we started the week out with a death. On Monday, um Stan Lee passed away at the age of ninety five. Uh, everybody knows Stan Lee. He was uh the Marvel comic co creator. Um, TMZ reported. Uh, he, Stan Lee is what we all knew him by. But he was born Stanley Martin Lieber. He was comic his comic career began when he was just 16 years old, and he served as an office assistant at Tiny Comics in New York City. Uh, I don't even want to read all this. Like, this is too much information, but he helped to create the iconic characters such as Spider-Man, Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Marvel's Thor, The Fantastic Four, Black Panther, and a lot of others. Um, we probably know him as the man who always, like, he popped up and a lot of the movies, like, just, just random, you know, like, you would see this gray-haired man, like, just pop up, like, in, in strange spots. You'd be like, who? And then you got used to him. Mm-hmm. Like, if you didn't see him, you'd be like, wait a minute, where is he at? Then, bam, you know, there he was. Over the past couple of years, I say the past three years, you know, his life was kind of, you know, ups and downs. You know, he had a few ups and downs. Um, In 2015, his former assistant, sued him, alleging, you know, there was a little mental abuse. Um, His wife of 69 years, she passed away um, at the age of 93. That was last year, in July of last year. And then also in January of this year, he was accused of sexually harassing um, the nursing staff at his home. (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, he's 94 at the time of sexually harassing somebody. Um, and then a month later, he was hospitalized for an irregular heartbeat, um, as well as as pneumonia. Um, and also in February of this year, TMZ reported that some $1.4 million had allegedly been siphoned from his uh, funds behind his back. Wow. His cause of death was not uh, known at the time of this article, but... Um, I'm going to say, like, old age, like, 95. Like, you lived your life, like, to the fullest, you know? Yeah. The rest of the, you, know, you know, somebody's still saying going through so, like, shit. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure of that. 
continuing on on Thursday, the fifteenth. I don't know if you ever watched this show or not. I saw it like I was I was asleep in the bed or something, and I saw it like pop across my screen, and I was like Roy Clark. Uh-huh. Like I know the name, and my grandmother called me, and she was like, "Did you hear?" And I was like, "No, girl, what?" She was like, Roy Clark passed away, and I was like, Grandma, I'm asleep. I'll call you back. Like, And then it, it, when I hung up the phone, it clicked. It's like when I used to come down south in the summer, like Saturday night, 7 p.m., Roy Clark, or Hee-Haw. Like, so I called back, and I was like, you mean Roy Clark or Hee-Haw? She was like, yes. So I was like, okay, so let me read this article, because, you know, I just the article popped up. So I don't know if you all watch Hee-Haw or whatever, but... Hee-Haw was like the longest, it's the longest running syndicated show in history. It ran for 24 years. All right. So, and it was like a, I don't know what you call it, but they, they did like comedy and they did like, it was all country music, but they, and they always had like a country music star to come and sing and they, you know, did parodies and, um, but it ran, it was like an hour long and, Every every Saturday night, 7 p.m. Um, and then after the show went off, like they still ran like you know reruns or whatever. I don't know how long that lasted, but um, Roy Clark was either the host or the co-host every Saturday <clears throat> night. All right, so <clears throat> he passed away on Thursday the 15th at the age of 85. He was a country music star. He was a legendary singer. He was a music instrumentalist. Like I said, he headlined and he hosted the show Hee Haw for 24 years. Um, he died at the age of 85 of complications from pneumonia at his home in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now, for you all who may be stars, I'm sorry, stars, a fan of Roy Clark, a celebration of his life will take place on Wednesday, the 21st at 11 a.m., really, <laughs> at the Rima Bible Church at 1025 West. Kaneha um, or Kanohi, or I can't read the head right. Street. Um, this is at Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, and the public is invited to attend. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes I get too much information. So, you want to go to the funeral? There you go. Or the celebration of his life? There you go. Wow. Also on uh, Thursday, the fifteenth. <laughs> Very. It seems like this is shocking to the world and still continues to be very shocking. Now, when I saw this, and it was so ironic because I was telling my daughter earlier this week as I lay in bed, um, I saw something that came up about Quincy Brown and, oh, the new movie that he's in. And I just started, like, um, I just started just looking at pictures, you know, of him and his family because I was all confused about Puffy and all his kids. Like, who the mom was, like, especially, like, his younger daughter, Chance. I was all confused about who her mother was. So yeah. I was just looking at all the pictures. Like, I knew Kim and, you know, her children. and But the youngest daughter, like, I I remember when she was born, but, like, who her mama? You know, so I was just going through all these pictures. And for, like, two hours, I just laid in bed looking at all these pictures, you know, from, I don't know, four or five years ago and, you know, how they just – pictures as a blended family and then that was the end of that right and so Thursday I saw this picture like a younger picture of Tim Porter and her kids pop up and I was like oh 
I was just looking at a picture of her the other day. Why did picture pop up, right? And then it was like, yeah, like an hour ago, she passed away. And I, what? I know. That's how I found out, too. That's, that's probably because I'm a, got this drug-induced sleep that I'm in right now. I probably, you know, read that all wrong, you know. And then, like, two hours later, I saw the same picture again. Okay, let me read it better this time because I'm awake, you know. And I read it again, and then I went to, like, a more credible site, you know. <laughs> and and was like, wow. Okay, so let me go to some people who might, you know, let me let me go to Lil' Kim page. Let me go to, because I didn't think, that, mm-hmm. let me, I'm not going to go to Puppy page. Let me go to, like, Albie Shores page. No, these people won't post nothing. So let me go to Face page, you know. <laughs> let me... Let me go to Boletta Wallace's page. You know, nobody was posting anything. So let me go to the shade room, all right? <laughs> so I went to the shade room, and I was like, okay, well. And I started seeing other people say stuff, and I was like, wow. Let me go to TMZ. There we go. TMZ actually, you know, had um, posted information about um, the ex-girlfriend and the mother of uh, Sean Combs, uh, three of his children. Um, in reference to Kim Porter um, and her untimely death. According to TMZ, um, Kim Porter, she unexpectedly passed away at the age of 47. Um, TMZ cited law enforcement stating that police received a call to her Los Angeles home around noon on Thursday um, reporting that a patient was in cardiac arrest. Um, at the present time, there's no cause of death that has been listed. Um, according to sources close to the family, they did state that Kim had been experiencing, I'm sorry, that Ms. Porter had been experiencing um, complications from pneumonia for the past couple of weeks and that she even gone to her doctor the day before um, stating that she was in a lot of pain. Um, she does need to mourn um, her children, uh, 27-year-old Quincy, who's in the Albie Shore and the stepson of um, Sean Combs, her 20-year-old son, Christian Combs, and 11-year-old twins, Jesse James and Delilah Combs. So from Indy Fire, Rich and Nakia, um, condolences to the families of Stan Lee, Roy Clark, and Kim Porter. And I want to say that um, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. That's Matthew 5 and 4. Birthday for the week. Sunday. What was Sunday? The 11th. The 11th. Sunday the 11th. Yes, the 11th. Damn, I almost said June. <laughs> we almost in January, and I said June. All right, so Sunday the 11th of what month is November. Sunday November. the 11th of November. Yes, November. Leonardo DiCaprio turns 44. Trey Smith, who is the oldest son of Will Smith, turns 26. Victor Cruz, who is the boo of uh, Ferrucci, he turned 32. And John B., uh, I guess he's still R and B singer, right? Yeah, he put out something not too long ago, maybe like yeah. two, three, four years ago. He turned forty four. Russell Westbrook, 
who plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Look at me. He turned 30. Omarion turned 34. Sammy Sosa. Uh, what did he do? Baseball. He still plays? Yeah, he turned 50. No, no. And Kevin Campbell. What do you say? No, I was just saying, no, nah, he don't play no more. He don't play no more? Well, former, what is baseball? NHL? No, that's hockey. Who? MLB. MLB? Yeah, Major League Baseball. Oh, Major. Right, right, right. I thought you were saying N as in Nakia. I'm like, no, that don't sound right. No. National <laughs> League of Baseball. <laughs> and uh, Kevin 42, also on Monday. On Tuesday the 13th, Jimmy Kimmel turned 51. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg turned 63, and Ron Artest, formerly of the Lakers, who is now Meta World Peace, turned 39. Like, that was too much shit to say. <laughs> On Wednesday the 14th, Lil Boosie turns 36. He look older than Lil Boosie, baby. <laughs> yes. Travis Barker turned 43. And Rev Run turned 54. Mm. Okay. Thursday the 15th, B.O.B. turned 30. E-40 turned 51. Designer Jimmy Chu turned 66. Okay. <laughs> Friday. On Friday the 16th, Lisa Bonet turned 51. She looks good for her age. Yeah. She looks better than her castmates, that's for sure. And who? Who? Mason Ramsey, the yodeling boy, turns twelve. How she make the list? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Is this a joke? <laughs> Not funny, man. Not funny. <laughs> okay. And today, the seventeenth, RuPaul turns <laughs> what? <laughs> this is black. RuPaul turns 58. Okay. And uh, Ronnie DeVoe from Belle Bibb DeVoe, new edition, turns 51. My mom, boo. Okay. Uh, I had these two, had to add these two from last week and then mm-hmm. one from this week. So I'm going to talk about the one this week because I want to be, who is this person? Oh. Okay, so I don't know if you watch Star, the show Star on Fox. I don't watch it, but Jude Demarest, who's a star on the show Star, had her first child with her husband, Ammo, um, little boy by the name of Judah Coleman. He was born on November the 11th. So what was that, Sunday? Jude is a actress, singer, and songwriter, and she appears on the Fox hit show Star. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um, on for backtracking now, on Sunday, November the fourth, I want to say this chick plays on Real Housewives of Atlanta, Kenya Moore, and then former. She's also former yeah. Miss USA. Kenya Moore and her husband, Mark Davey, they welcomed their daughter. This is their first child, 
Brooklyn Doris Daly. <laughs> you sound old. Yeah. Brooklyn Doris Daly on Sunday, November the 4th at 5 pounds and 12 ounces at 9.39 a.m. So Brooklyn was born a little bit early because her mother went into, um, she ran into some complications. She gained like 17 pounds in a week. She started to um, experience preeclampsia. And um, they had to deliver the baby early. But she did say that the reason behind the baby's name was that um, they met and fell in love in Brooklyn. And Doris was her grandmother's name. Her grandmother passed away last year, and her grandmother also raised her. So that's why the name is Brooklyn Doris Bailey. And then also on the 7th of November, um, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade surprised and shocked the world when they announced the birth mm-hmm. of their first daughter and Gabrielle's first child. Um, after almost 10 miscarriages, um, their baby daughter was delivered uh, via surrogate. Um, they had named mm-hmm. their daughter Javia James Union Wade. So somebody asked, where the hell does James come from? <laughs> so, because um, Dwayne has the baby's name, uh, like Kavia is on one shoulder and James is on his other shoulder. And so, this ignorant fool was like, Where did James come from? So, she explained that her godfather's name, his name is like Uncle James Goose or Moose or something. I don't know. And she wanted or they wanted the baby to have her family in her name. And I I don't know. I mean, the baby has, like, union, but I guess that's, that would be, like, her father's name, you know? I, don't give me the lion. I don't know. But it's got something to do with her godfather's name. Um who technically that's your godfather. That's not your, like, that's not blood. That's your god. You know what? I don't know nothing. But anyway, that's your babies. That's your birth. Congratulations to everyone. I don't have any marriages. Other than Haley Baldwin, you know, she's now Haley Bieber on social media. She want everybody to know. Don't try to mess with her, man. Don't come for her. In case you already cared. So, in the news, <laughs> Ray J, and I'm not talking about Ray J and Kim Kardashian because that shit went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth for a minute. Like, he was really trying to prove his case about he didn't say all that shit. He didn't go on the news and talking yeah. about he got a family now and that's it and let, let the sleeping dogs lie and all of that. I don't think mm-hmm. it was really relevant, but, you know, anywho. Ray J, this was Sunday the 11th, Ray J has enrolled in college at Philander Smith. Um, after speaking to the students about perseverance, hard work, and being self-motivated, he was very motivated himself. He says he welcomes the opportunity to further his business skills, and he continues to grow and expand his as he continues to grow and expand his technology company, Raycon Global. He is excited to be a part of the Philander Smith College family, and he strives to achieve his goals. Um, he will begin his first semester in January 2019. You sure that's what you want to do? I'm, I mean, yay! Like I'm happy for you as I finish yeah. this last semester. Oh gosh! While I'm while I'm talking about school, 
if anybody's listening and you want to do this mock business plan for me, like, like it's a, you know, it's like a mock company, and um, I just need a mock business plan, like, like within the next two weeks. Like that was the whole class, and I ain't done nothing. And I'm surprised demanding put me out the class, but you know, I'm paying. If anybody want to just get it done for me, you know, um, hit me up. Okay, appreciate you. All right, thank you. Moving on on Sunday. <laughs> Bruno Mars, you know, it's like Thanksgiving time, right? So, yeah, because Thanksgiving's next week. And everybody's doing, you know, they're feeding the homeless, they're um, feeding the hungry, they're feeding underprivileged kids. Um, and a lot of celebrities, you know, they have different organizations um, that, you know, they, they just go out, they go all out during the holidays. And I don't understand. I don't knock it. I don't understand why you don't do this. 365. Like, what is so, what makes the holidays? I don't get it. Kids, homeless, um, disenfranchised individuals, they be hungry 365, you know? So, what makes the holidays so important? I don't, okay. I'm gonna get off my high horse, you know? I'm just, I'm just saying, they're really hungry all the time, you know? Like, their bellies don't growl more at Thanksgiving and Christmas. They be hungry all the time, or Easter. Like, they be hungry. They was hungry last week. Like, you know, they're not going to be more hungry next week than they are though that they were last week. Like, anyway, on Sunday, Bruno Mars, (laughs) who he's coming down to the end of his 24-karat magic tour, he announced that uh, he will be providing 24,000 Thanksgiving meals for the residents of Hawaii. For his third night, as he hit the stage at the Aloha Stadium in Honolulu, according to page six, uh, Mars, who was born in Hawaii, made the announcement that he had donated money for the Salvation Army's Hawaiian and Pacific Islands divisions. Each year, they host an annual Thanksgiving meal program to the residents of the island that are in need. So big up to Bruno for the 24,000 Thanksgiving meals that he has donated for the residents of Hawaii. I'm like, why he can't do that like all the time? You know? I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. On Monday, well, Michael B. Jordan, Don, <laughs> don't pay me no attention. You know, normally, normally I, before the, every show, like I take my passion flower, you know, and it just, it mellows me out. It's real passion flower because people be like passion flower. That sound like some real, some Man. real flowers, you know. Like some, no, I mean it's real. It's not that that medicine, but you know, and it, it just mellows me out, right? But I forgot to take it before the show, so I'm damn near. I could say anything tonight, like really. All right, so on Monday the twelfth, Michael B. Jordan, he dons the cover of. December 2018, um, Men of the Year edition of, um, as the leader of GQ magazine. All right. I wasn't really thrilled with it. I mean, his face, yes, but clothing choice. Like, he looks all, like, sophisticated sexy. You know, like, you used to see him look all thugged out sexy. Like, you know, you like. You Michael B. Jordan thugged out. That, no, I don't mean, like, you know, like. 
like bandana ripped up jeans, um, t shirts, <laughs> pants hanging down, tight boots. I don't I mean, just like more a more casual look. Like he got on like um more masculine. He was more Idris Elba. You know it was more Id- Idris Elba. Oh, you seen Idris Elba the doll? Somebody made a doll of him. Yeah, and what the fuck was that? He looked like he <laughs> like the nigga from um did that Steve Harvey book? Um, act like a man. <laughs> yeah, like that that movie. Who likes to do from that? I said, what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, like from the neck down, maybe. But the head? No. Mm-mm, not for the man who just won. The sexiest man in the Thank world, you, or whatever man. he just won. Yeah, I feel like no. That was a disgrace. Mm-mm. Yeah, but I wasn't. I wasn't really jack- impressed. Like whoever styled him, just he looked like he was ready to go. What you call that? The I did a ride. What you do with the huskies? That's what he looked like. Like the clothes was just like <laughs> he was. No, whoever styled him, just, I didn't like that. No. But congrats on the the addition, you know. Yeah. And congrats to Serena Williams also for being named GQ's Woman of the Year. Yeah. Big things. So, Victoria's Secret um, is receiving backlash for an executive's response when asked about including plus size in (laughs) And transgender yeah. models in their yeah, so I'm sorry, I had to laugh because my daughter was like the other day, I think it was yesterday, she was like, Come on, mom, I'm trying to go to pink and get these free pennies. And I was like, Nah, I'm not trying to go patronize them at all. And she was like, Look, I already know, I already know, but that's pink. I, who do you think pink falls under if not Victoria's Secret? And she was like, Look, 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 sometimes you gotta let that go, mom. I know. Because you know, like I'm, I'm all about you know the body shaming, and I just can't, I can't give them no money, ma. These pennies is free. I'm trying to go get some free pennies. <laughs> get some free pennies, baby. Because my gas, my it's my gas money who got to take you to the mall to get them free pennies. And she was like, ma, come on, can I get them free? And then we was, we were trying to figure out. I was like, wait a minute, is it Ashley Graham? And we said it at the same time, and I, so then we got to go research it. Now. We found out that, like, no, she was the one who actually, you know, trying to run up on them last year about not having plus-size models. And she she Photoshopped those wings on her, but she was never a plus-size model for them. So what I'm talking about is, in case you hadn't, you know, heard about it, um, because I did see Isis talking about, you know, how, you know, she's, getting rid of her cars, and I saw some other transgender models um, talking about, you know, not supporting them anymore, um, but I really hadn't heard anything about the plus-size model. So, the remarks were made by Victoria's Secret Chief Marketing um, oh, Officer yeah. Ed Razick um, when he was asked to explain why the lingerie brand does not include transgender or plus-size models in its Victoria's Secret fashion, fashion show oh, according what? to Hollywood why doesn't your show do this? Shouldn't you have transsexuals in the show? He goes, no, no, I don't think we should. Well, why not? Oh. Because the show is a fantasy. 
Razik said in the interview, it's a 42-minute entertainment special. That's what it is. He added that he and the Victoria's Secret team have previously thought of casting trans and plus-size models, but ultimately decided about not doing so. We market to who we sell to, and we don't market to the whole world. And I understand that, but you you sell, you can go in a store, and you can, I think in a store, you can buy like up to a 42 double D, and I think online you can go up higher. That's plus size. You can go in the store as a trans and buy because that's what you wear. That's what you're marketing to, right? That's what you're selling to, right? And I understand that the runway show and who, who how do you determine what is somebody's fantasy? Which yes, yeah, people are nowadays. Shit out there. I mean, so how do you? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just no, curious to see what the number. Yeah, because my thing is, like, what I don't like is, like, people trying to force brands to do what they want them to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's that person's company, they can make that decision. Like, because that's how I want it to look. It should be as simple as that. It can't be because it's a lot more bigger people and transsexuals in the world now, and that's the thing that they're trying to push on people. That don't mean I got to do it. That would be like somebody's coming to us saying, yeah, you need to have a trans person on Indie Fire Radio. Well, maybe we just ain't came across a transsexual person. How do you know a decision we could be making for the show with a company? That's 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 my take on. He's right on whoever he want to have on there. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't worn Victoria's Secret since I was younger. I digress. Or maybe I grew out of it. I think I started wearing them so young that they just got a little tired. Some damn, mm-hmm. how young? Like a fat shit. What happened? I said, how young? You make it sound like you was a fast little girl. Well, I'm just saying. You know, for me, it was. There's so many. There's so many other, and I won't even call them brands. Uh-huh. Well, there are brands. They're brands, but they're not. You know, there's so many other lines. When 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 I started doing weddings, I found and discovered so many other lines that I cater to now. So that have a lot more spicier, you know, undergarments that I like. You know, but nah, I ain't about to pick her in there to get them free things. I don't care. If they are free. Free things. Nah. Yeah. That girl said, you going to take me in and get them free pennies. <laughs> All right, so um, 21 Savage has donated $50,000 to his childhood friend's six-year-old daughter who is battling stage four cancer. Why was this newsworthy? Like, I understand the condition, but why, did, why was it newsworthy? Like, yeah, like man. And Forever Twenty One always doing something nice. Couldn't have just gave your friend the money. Yeah, for real. Don't do it, that to it's me. It's stage four. <laughs> like, it is stage like, four. It's stage four. It's not stage one. Yeah. It's stage four. So this shit has been going on. So why was this newsworthy? Like, I don't. I'm sure he didn't want like no. 
he didn't want the praise. Like, I mean, you know, I, I don't like I don't like people like helping people like in, like in public. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't give that man some money, you give that man some money. Why are you putting up your phone? That's what I'm like, saying. Here you That's go, brother. Saying. Like, no, I'm good. I I don't care if I was homeless or not. I'm like, I'm good. Right. I just realized how good I am. I, I realized how hungry I'm not. <laughs> no, right. thank you, sir. Then they, and, then they, then like, they, just, and then the mom, the mom, listen, the mom, I don't know who the friend is. I don't know if it's the dad or the mom, but the mom going to record the little girl. She got the tubes in her nose and everything. And she's like, thank you, Uncle 21, for blessing me and my family. We love you so much. Man, I and the, and the mom, then the mom is like, the mom is like, that's so sweet. <laughs> really? Listen to his like, new album, That Shit Fire. You know, you know, I'm like, come on. I feel like that's personal, you know, like the world, that's personal. Yeah, exactly. No, man, like I I seen one video and it just annoyed me. It was like a lady like um, crying and then like you just see it, the dude hop out the car had some money and seen you. I just knew you was hungry. I'm like, dang, y'all set it up to the point that he got out the car? <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn. <laughs> I'm like, man, this is too planned. Like, man, get out telling you. I was like, this is, this is sad. Like, nah, man, you don't do that. You know what I'm saying? The best given is anonymous to anonymous is what they say. Right, right. So Tuesday. The mm-hmm, maybe it was the thirteenth. Yeah, Waka Flocka says that he's a grown ass man, and mm-hmm. he's done with hip hop. <clears throat> okay, he says that he's done what he has set out to do. He made thirty million, and he's good. He plans to make a baby with that fine ass wife of his. Mm-hmm. He is uh, Tammy Rivera next year, um, and. And it's it's funny because you know Kemi she's up here trying to lose you know she's trying to lose her thighs you know trying to get a little tight in the stomach or whatever and he talking about he's trying to put a baby in her and so um, all that weight that she's trying to lose and he's trying to get her a little thicker so I wish them the best you know I I I don't know what kind of issues they had in the past or whatever but I I think they're a really cute couple yeah. But, yeah, he said he was a grown-ass man. He said that, you know, the people he used to run the block with, you know, they about their business now. His right-hand man is now a minister and, you know, a preacher. Okay, and so, you know, so he's good, you know. He made his money. His wife still got the clothing line. You know, she's still singing or whatever. So, um, he's good. <laughs> so, but other than, you know, um, the passing of, Tim Porter this week. I think the most talked about um, event that happened this week had to be Auntie Jill Scott uh, putting it down Man. that concert this week. I swear uh. people are still talking about that. Um, she definitely gave the ultimate performance on Monday night, uh, taking it to a whole new level. Let's take a long walk after stop. I'm sorry. Go ahead. By uh, simulating, uh, you must have got too excited. You don't wrote the word twice. Uh, simulating oral, oral sex <laughs> with your microphone mm-hmm. on stage. Um, as Scott uh, shared her routine for 
nearly a minute. Um, her fans cheered and yelled. Uh, she quickly started trending on Twitter for her intimate moment, and she later addressed the controversial conversation surrounding her artistic choice. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm having flashbacks of watching the, the video here. Man, for uh, real, man. <laughs> made my eye twitch. Damn, my cold turn. I'm like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Man, where my travel yeah. pack of baby oil? Okay. <laughs> Damn, I'm ignorant. Let me be quiet. And fuck. She's <laughs> an ex. Um. And she sings, I mean, she states, I sing and act all out. Wait a minute. <laughs> she states, I sing and act out all kinds of stories. You should come to see you M to my show. <laughs> she tweeted, after Jill Scott's show, most people get splendidly laid by whomever they come with. Uh, see you M again. Hashtag, if they don't F it up, hashtag, stop fronting, <laughs> you suck dick too. <laughs> um, For real, Unfortunately, unfortunately I, I looked it up on multiple sites. That I went to Ticketmaster, I went to StubHub, I went to JillScott.com. There are no upcoming shows or tour dates listed, so therefore, uh, you got to get it where you get it, people. I was trying to help you out, but um, yeah, there's no upcoming. But I'm gonna keep you posted, you know, just in case, you know, start she throw something out there, you know, she might make an appearance at somebody else's show. I'm gonna keep you posted, you know. I like to help people out, you know. I want, I want you to, I want you to get laid, so yeah, I'll help man. you out. And they saying, they saying a lot of a lot of bigger women was getting a lot of play. And like I told old boy the other night, if the yeah. bigger woman was the one who was stimulating the oral. To me, it seems like the men would be, oh, oh, I got you, I got you. The bigger woman was getting the play because, but then I also saw, you know, I, I saw a lot of women on social media stating, you know, they've always had that. It's just your dumb men been sleeping. you you just been sleeping. Let me get that there. You know. Oh, yeah, man. I actually, um, Good. this is a, the phone site. I don't want this to get out too much. I, I lost Big my. Susan. What's your name? Big yeah. Susan. Big. <laughs> and big girls be, big girls be doing. It. Look, man, I'm for real. I lost my virginity to a big girl. Serious. My dumb ass almost said me too. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, sorry guys. Ridiculous. Sorry guys. Yeah, man, her big ass <laughs> laid it on me. Yeah, you know, I don't uh, <laughs> like whoa, whoa, <laughs> lady! Ooh, thank you, Auntie Jill. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. So, uh, it wouldn't be you know a show without us talking about six nine. I got a lot of stuff about six nine. Ooh. So, cops arrested right. suspect who reportedly pistol whipped and kidnapped Takashi six nine earlier this year. Six nine was involved in a burglary where 
men reportedly pistol whipped him. I thought that shit was false. You know, he probably made it up or something, but apparently not. Um, they pistol whipped him and briefly kidnapped him, um, if you remember. Um, since the incident, authorities have found one of the suspects they believe played a huge role in the crime. According to TMZ, feds arrested Anthony Jamel Ellison last week, and the grand jury has indicted him on one count of conspiracy to obstruct commerce by robbery, one count of obstructing commerce by robbery, and one count of carrying a firearm to commit a crime. I don't know if you've been following um, the Black China and Rob Kardashian drama. But it was rumored that Rob Kardashian was seeking to have his child support of $20,000 a month. Bruh. Now, you know. I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back to that. <laughs> Lowered for two-year-old daughter, Dream Kardashian, with his ex-fiance, Black China. After flexing for the gram the other day, showing off all her, you know, her huge mansion and her three rides, she was saying, you know, she didn't, she got all that on her own. She didn't get it from child support. According to TMZ, sources connected to litigation for both Rob and Black China confirmed that a judge has suspended Rob's child support payments. China is not receiving money from Rob at the moment. Then I saw something earlier that Rob, Rob done moved back in with his mama. Damn. Rob got a little stock company or something, and apparently he used he used social media to do a lot of his promotions. Well, um, I kind of didn't want him on social media because she felt like he was always talking about their relationship or their past relationship or whatever, so a part of their agreement was that he wouldn't be on social media. But then I guess he didn't think about the fact that that's for his company. He used social media to get his promotions out. Well, I would have had somebody else doing my promotion. Like I would have had to broke somebody off for $50 or got one of these companies to do my promotions Mm -hmm. or whatever. But the Kardashians are very smart because, you know, However, they had it worked out. You know, he's saying that he has less than three hundred thousand dollars to his name right now, is what he's saying. Um, but either way, you know, he's moved back into his mom's house, and Chris was cited saying, you know, something. I mean, I don't bother trying to get into, you know, what they talk about. But it's the fact that you know she was on Instagram like a couple of days ago. I want to say like Thursday, you know, just posting her house and her three cars and. You know, mm-hmm. saying that she was self-made, like, you know, saying that she didn't get child support, like, even that Tiger wasn't giving her child support for her older child. And, yeah, I know Tiger. You know, yeah. yeah, so that, that everything that she got, you know, that she got on her own. But $20,000 a month for one child, had to be helping to make them payments mm-hmm. on her vehicles. Because I'm not talking about, I ain't talking about driving no Ford, no Chevrolet, you know what I'm right. saying? Right. Some nice shit. <laughs> yeah. Man, if I, so, was a, if I was a baby mama, I would let it be known. Fuck all that. I'd be the, I'd be the annoying baby mama. Yep, you pay for this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Child support. Uh-huh. That would be me as a baby mama. Like, I would embrace that shit. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. 
pause. Let me pause for a minute. Let me pause for a minute. All right. Well, I'm in here, right, the other night. Everybody who knows me knows, you know, I'm um I'm pretty I'm pretty low key until uh-huh. pisses off, right? Okay, so I'm in here the other night trying to work or something. I don't know what I was doing. My doorbell rung and Okay, so I'm like, oh, you know, maybe the kids ordered something. Probably gonna use my car to pay for some food or something. Nobody told me that, right? So I'm like, mm, I don't hear nobody talking. I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing, you know. Next thing I might hear is man talking, right? So I'm like, hmm, this is real good. Because, you know, it could be my daughter's boyfriend, but nah. It's like 8 o'clock. He not, you know, he won't be over here that late. So, I'm listening real good. I recognize the voice. My ex-husband. <clears throat> and she's been this since January. Okay? So, I should have prayed before I got up. Yeah. But, um, I took off my jacket. I took that long walk, you know, down my hallway. Stepped down the living room. You know, he's trying to help my oldest son, you know, fix his little skates up. My two younger kids, I got to just chinning and grinning like everything is kosher, right? That is bookcase, right? That's um in between, like, where he was sitting at and where I walked through, right? So the first thing that popped in my head was I grabbed the bookcase. Grabbed the bookcase and slammed it on his damn head. Grabbed the bookcase, right? So my daughter looked up and smiled at me, and that's the only thing that stopped me from grabbing the bookcase. <laughs> so I said, sorry. You ain't even supposed to be in my house. You're not allowed here. Right? So he, he, he jumped up and he was like, you know what? I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. So I'm like, why the fuck did you even, you know what? So, come on. Let me grab him by the arm. Come on, let me escort you out the door. Come on. Come on. Had to push him out, you know? So close the door. And then I had to go off on my kids. Like, you don't let strangers in the house. You know, you don't do that. You just don't let strangers in the house. You know? I said all that to say, the $20,000 a month just threw me. Like, I, don't, I mean, that's not what mine, you know, my amount isn't $20,000 <laughs> a month. But I'm just saying, because I got a girlfriend who, nah, she's supposed man. to get like $1.60. Look, I got a girlfriend who's supposed to get like $1.68 a month. She can't even get that, okay? <laughs> man, I can't get my amount. If I'm paying that much in child support, I'm going to be an asshole. Man, like, it's hard not to be resentful with that type of amount. Shit, every time I'm with my kid, your mom's a bitch. Your fucking you mom's know. a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> when you get older, you're going to understand what I'm talking about. Like, for real. And my, like, my kid had nice to Yo, bruh, they had a nice to be salty with me, like, for 24 hours. And I'm trying to explain, like, girl. <laughs> Um, look, this is senior year, and I, I, I tabulated everything, like, today, put it in her little folder, you know, because I want you to know, just senior year alone, we ain't even talking about, you know, just, like, like monthly expenses that mom takes care of, we just talking about senior year alone, like, just all these applications, like, $65, like, $75, like, $50, like, all your pictures, you know what I'm saying, like, your class ring, <clears throat> Boy, mm, we not even. Uh, girl, if you don't get on my face, you sit the hell down. Mm-mm. No, and y'all mad because I keep this nigga out my house. 
Mm-hmm. Week. Graduation time will be funny as hell. You know what I mean? Graduation will be funny as hell. Yeah. And every time they give you, like, opportunities to get, like, extra tickets or whatever, they for my family, you know? They for my family. So moving along, y'all yeah, just mom, dad, if you're supposed to pay your child support, just pay it. I'm not vindictive yeah, for the hell of it. Yeah, pay it, man. I'm not vindictive for the hell of it. I'm not. And I ain't really nah. vindictive, you know? I'm just saying. Just do what you're supposed to do, you know? And if you're not going to pay it, Get you a disability case with the state, and then Yo, you don't have to pay. Listen, listen, how you can lock up everybody, how you can, everybody else, I don't know how your state works, but in this state, if you get to a certain point, if you be, like, in arrears for a certain amount, like, they supposed to come and lock your ass up. I don't understand how certain people bypass getting locked up. I don't, I don't understand that. Or they, they, like, I think it's, like, different steps. Like, first you, they, they garnish your wages. There you go. Then they take your driver's license. Then they lock you up. Like, what? My nigga miss all them steps. They just be like, oh, mm-mm. Like, they see him under the rug. Like, mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know. Moving right along. We still on Wednesday. So. All right. Takashi 69 again, um, he strikes a plea deal in his assault case involving an NYPD officer. Now, I thought this was funny as hell. All right, so he entered a guilty plea um, to disorderly conduct on Wednesday morning um, in a Brooklyn courtroom. In return, prosecutors dropped the misdemeanor charges, uh, the misdemeanor assault charge that uh, he was facing. Now, back in May, he was busted for driving with a suspended license. During the arrest, he allegedly squeezed an officer's hand. <laughs> so that's the thought now, if you squeeze somebody's hand? Yes. He must have squeezed the blood. He must have drew blood. New York doing some bullshit. When it yeah, comes it to the disorderly conduct, uh, the judge gave him a conditional discharge. I just need him to go somewhere and sit the hell down. Just sit down. Just work from home. Do your, you, you know, record from home and do all your performances from home and upload them or some shit. I don't know. Young Thug is out of jail. I seen that. I seen that. I didn't even know he was in jail. Um, he had been locked up for the past six days. Um, Jeffrey failed the drug test, um, but he has been released on the condition that he has to submit to random drug tests at least twice a week, and get treatment for his addiction. And he was in court, and he was whining. And, you know, he came to the realization, like, the first two days he was there, um, he stayed, like, in a corner. And he he didn't eat. You know, that was his punishment um, to himself yeah. for allowing, you know, himself to revert back to drugs. And, you know, he says in the court to the judge, you know, I have a 10-year-old and I have an 11-year-old son. And I don't want them to think that drugs are cool because they're not. And I don't want them to think that going to jail is cool, even if it is for a short amount of time. I don't want them, you know, them to think that, you know, that's the way out. So I'm going to get out and I'm going to do what I got to do. So good luck, young thug. Yeah, man. Niggas always do that. Like, they be talking the most shit until they get locked up. You know how I do. Right. Stay high every right. day. This is what they in the courtroom. <laughs> 
I've come to the realization of my actions. <laughs> and I decided to be a law-abiding citizen that I need to make sure I make smarter decisions with the mind. I had a 10-year-old African-American male son, and he would not, he would not look at someone as myself who be drugs as a role model at this particular time in my life. But I will, however, comma, make smart decisions so that I can be a, a law-abiding citizen and stand up for my city and government system, who is so gracious and kind. <laughs> To us all in this society. <laughs> what you think of? I didn't even know you could read, let alone talk like this. You is stupid. He might do right, though. He might do right. <laughs> he might do right. Cross your fingers. So, Snoop Dogg is uh, going to receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. According to oh, Variety Magazine, the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce announced on Tuesday that Snoop Dogg will be honored. Um, uh, with this star on when is this? I think Monday. Yes, on Monday, November the nineteenth, he will be receiving the two thousand six hundred and fifty first star and is being recognized in the recording category. Good boy, he gonna be high as fuck. I hope they record that shit. Definitely. You know they are. <laughs> on Thursday, the eleventh, the eleventh, the fifteenth of November. According to TMZ, Nelly has been hit with another lawsuit from a woman who said she had been sexually assaulted her after one of his concerts in England. The woman claims that Nelly masturbated in front of her. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I ain't believing this one. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's where you lost me. <laughs> Several times. After his concert back in 2017, hold on, I got I got some. She states that she met him back during a meet and greet, and he asked her to stay behind. She ended up staying and claims that Nelly straight up dropped his pants and started playing with his private parts in front of her. He reportedly said, "You want this dick, don't you?" The woman says she rejected him as a but he just wasn't getting the picture. He apparently told him. You may have more quid in your bank than I do, but that doesn't make you any more special. Pull your trousers back up and fuck off. She claims Nelly got in his feelings after she turned him down and even allegedly balling his fist up, prompting her to ask him if he was going to attack her. He allegedly, he allegedly told her, no, I'm just frustrated. I'm not used to getting, nope, I'm not used to not getting my way. Just do it. Oh, my gosh. Y'all are sending me the crazy shit. All right, so my thing is, look, all right. <laughs> My thing is, he says Nelly. Uh, he says Nelly allegedly tried to force his private part in her mouth, but she rejected. Okay, so you know what? This is like, this is just too much happening too many times, and his bomb ass lawyer yeah, be right. hitting him off, but oh, or be buying the people off, that. set their mouth up. Man. I don't see that. Like that's that's ridiculous. I don't see that for Nelly. I'm sorry. I don't. Like that's not like a pervy old uncle. If anything, just as you walk in, yeah. You want it, don't you? You want But the it. way I read the story, you know what I'm saying? The way I read the story the, the way the story reads just sounds like
I don't know. Like, when did you – I do good – and granted, my mind is so messed up. Like, I've been, you know, in a really bad car accident, got my head all fucked up. But how do you remember stuff like word for word? Like, this happened last year. He walked in and was like, you want the dick, don't you? And, you know, pull your charges back up and fuck off. And, like, how do you remember everything that you said word for word? And he walked right in and started masturbating, and I <laughs> – yeah, I, I just don't see it, man. Just, yeah. Uh-huh. He done had a whole year. Oh, yeah. Up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pull your trousers up, young man. Oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm frustrated. <laughs> that's all. I'm just getting my way. It sounds like, like a fucking infomercial. As soon as you get that saying that. Right. Rape is a real issue in society. You shouldn't be doing that. Like, it's like some after school shit. If someone pushes their penis by your face, don't hesitate to say, no, mister, please don't. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> and why are you just sitting down letting somebody just push their penis by your face? What? <laughs> Dang, you just sitting there closing your mouth. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Right? Okay. Mm-mm. Like, get up. Please. Not for me, for you. Because I want that for you. You know what? I'm done. I'm not doing no more meetings. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. So, Janelle Monet will be uh, honored by Billboard at this year's Woman in, oh, yeah, Women in Music event in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> she will be honored with the Trailblazer Award, which is awarded to an artist that acts as a music industry pioneer by using her platform to spotlight unheard voices. I don't think that's what that says. Un- unheard voices and break ground for future generations of performers. So, uh, Billboard's editorial director said Janelle Monet's insatiable drive to incorporate new untold stories into her artistic project while synthesizing classic funk, soul, R&B, rap, hip-hop, and rock makes her a truly unique voice. Popular music is more interesting today because Janelle Monet is part of it. So congratulations. Also, Shikashi 69 he has canceled his tour, fired his entire team. So he wants you to know that his album is dropping on November the 23rd. So I did see the interview. Um, he was on whatever that show is with Charlamagne the guy, um, stating why he canceled his tour and fired everybody on his team. Apparently, there were some promoters in um, L.A. that, um, booked him for some shows, right? And, you know, they were like, so how many shows? He's like a couple shows, right? So um, they call him and they told him, you know, sign the contract for these shows. So he was like, okay, cool. You know, not remembering that he had signed a contract on those shows, he was aware that he had signed, you know, signed a couple shows and he was supposed to get like $150,000 per show. But they told him that, you know, no, you you signed a contract with 15 shows, 15, one, five, and you're going to get $3.2 million for these shows, right? 
But he was like, no, I didn't do that, you know. So at that point, he, um, and you better show up, you know, for the show, pretty much, that bottom line. So he also overheard that these promoters also had gotten the address to his mother's home in New York and that if he didn't show up, that they had given a hit, you know, put a hit out on, or they were going to put a hit out on his mom. So that's why he dropped everybody on his team. And also the person that had went in and kissed the whip, you know, him and kidnapped him, kidnapped him was also a part of his um, earlier. He got rid of that person. And as retaliation, that person went in and kidnapped him and you know, did what he did. So he decided to just go ahead and just get rid of his team, start fresh, you know, can't trust nobody. So he's saying that, you know, for now, I think he was supposed to be in Houston, I think, tonight or somewhere he you said he would make it up to those people. He was only working with one gentleman, some Alvarez guy somewhere. Uh, he was working with him. But for now, uh, nothing was – he's not – if you hear if anybody say that they're going to go see Takashi 6ix9ine, nah, get your money back, get your ticket back, because that's not him. Because um, he don't have no tour, you know, no tour right now. He don't have no shows right now. Um, that's kind of messed up. Real messed up. But his album does drop on the 23rd. So, yeah. yeah. I don't see that being good. Elliot, I don't see that ending good for him. Nah. Missy Elliott, Timbaland, and Aaliyah's estate is being sued over um, the track Heartbroken. Um, royalties behind that. According to TMZ, Terry Williams claims that he assisted Missy in pinning the song back in um, the years 94 and 95, but he never received compensation. Aaliyah released Timbaland. Um, Aaliyah released the Timbaland-produced track back in '96. Now Terry alleges that he never authorized Missy to sell the record. He further claims that Missy agreed to split profits from the song. I'm so confused. Yeah, first, why are you waiting till now? Okay, yeah, that's 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 first. That's first of all, but you never authorized her to sell the record. Then she sold the record, and then you say she agreed to split the profits from the song. So you you at some point you had to know that the record was sold. Why bring that into the mix if you had to make some type of agreement? Yeah, man, you got you, you got to get him the uh, the what? Remember um on Baby Boy how Bing Ray said what to uh Tyrese? We gave him the what? Like that's how you gotta say it to him about that song. Yeah. Man, you, I want my words. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, but it's 2018. We talking about some shit. 94, 95, 96. Yeah. You had all this time to realize that. Push it down. Push it down. Carolina Panthers quarterback Cam Newton is doing it bigger and better this year. Giving dinner through his Cam Thanksgiving Jam last year, he was able to provide 800 underprivileged children with dinners. So he's up by 400 this year. Big up to Cam. Here we go again. Like, I don't understand why we got to do this. Anywho, never mind. Um, did you did you see the beat between Designer and, and Charlamagne the God and DJ Envy? Unfortunately. Yeah, so, like, and I always see designing. He's always, like, 
happy and, you know, grinning and giggling. Like, I've never seen him, like, go off on anybody. But apparently, Charlamagne the God and DJ Envy, you know, they felt the need to run their mouths about how um, his voice sounds or whatever. <laughs> so Yeah, that made me um, sad, man. Because, like, his designer video, you could tell he wasn't even mad. He was hurt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I keep my fucking name out your mouth, bro. Don't, don't play with me, man. Like, I was like, man, they wrong as hell. Because he had just said, he don't do shit to nobody. Why you had to change your voice? Don't though? do that. Don't do that. That's something we're not going to do because we're all about keeping it positive here at Indian Fire Radio. You tried it. You tried it. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, you know, yeah. I thought that was just, you know, yeah. And and I feel like design is always very positive, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, speaking of positive, um, Pharrell sat down with Complex Magazine for an exclusive interview and says that people need to stand behind Kanye West regardless of his Trump support. Hold on before you say anything. He says that we have got to pay attention to the symbolism of what's happening. He says that Ye is our brother. <laughs> that never before have we ever in history witnessed a staple in the community being utilized the way that it's being utilized. Um, it's that kind of way, you know what, forget about it. It don't even matter. <laughs> All right. <laughs> At the end of the day, you know, he says that he's not siding with anything that Kanye has said. Um, but we don't need to abandon him because we fundamentally disagree with what he we care about. Because we care about his well-being, then we need to just be there for him. And there's not been anybody who's able to just get up in there in the Republican White House you know, there ain't been another nigga that's been able to just get up in there and chin and grin with a Republican like Kanye is what he's saying. So we should be there just to support him. Don't necessarily jump on the bandwagon with him, but just support him just because he is a human being is what he's saying. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of Kanye, Kanye did donate. I mean, humanitarian-wise, you know, I dig him on that. But, you know, he did donate $150,000 to the family of Jamel Robertson. Um, Robertson was a security guard, um, a 26-year-old Chicago security guard who was mistakenly fatally shot by an officer responding to a bar shooting. Um, what happened was there was a little outbreak um, at a bar. Um, the shooting went down, and cops busted in, and people were yelling and saying that Robertson, he is a security guard. They saw him. Um, with a, you know, shooter down on the ground uh, with his knee in the back and with his gun raised. But they thought he was the shooter, and they bust right in and they shot him. And so um, family or someone has created a GoFundMe for, you know, um, the burial expenses and everything uh, for his, uh, you know, and everything. So Kanye did go in, and I guess there must be, like, uh, a, just a certain a maximum amount that you're able to donate. Kanye did go in and donate 10 increments of $15,000 to his family. Um, his mother is suing the officer who shot him. Last but not least, 
come into lifetime early 2019, you brought the sunshine, the story of the Clark sisters. Yes, the legendary save, sanctify, and singing Clark sisters will have their uh, own biography. Wow. Executive produce. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you, you feel the anointing you coming on? What's going on? Right? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I know, I know if the Holy Ghost will hit you or what. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the legendary Clark sisters will have their own biopic executive produced by Missy Elliott, Queen Latifah, and Mary J. Blige, airing on the Lifetime Network. So y'all look out for that because I know. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'm ready for that. Them some singing ass sisters right there. They can sing. That's it. You got shout outs? You got news? You got shout outs? I do. No, I don't have any news. Um, you know, just shout out to the greatest host ever during this year. Um, shout out to the Global Money family, um, all the supporters, and that we do. Um, also, an episode of Coach 88 coming tomorrow. Featuring my man, biggest fake out of um, Chicago. Biggest state, sorry. Biggest state out of Chicago. And that's all I got today. Oh, yeah. Let me see. Shout out to the greatest co host ever, Rich. Shout out to the Global Money family. Shout out to um, Shanice Rachel. She got some new music dropping today. I couldn't tell you the name of it. It's my memory. But um, just go, go. It's on all platforms. Just go put in Shanice Rachel. Um, Artist Sound Music. You'll be able to pull it up. Uh, I'm going to go check it out right now. Um, let, me, let me drop a little knowledge on you right here right quick. If you come to me and you ask me, for some information, you know, you're looking for a manager, you're looking for a, a songwriter, a ghostwriter, um, you know, you're looking for some beats or whatever, and I provide you with that individual and they provide you with the service, please follow through whatever the verbal contract or the written contract that please. you and that individual, um, you know, arrange because that's my name in between the two of you. And... Um, when I introduce you to that individual, I do so with, you know, hopes. I love networking, but I do so in hopes, you know, that three of us, you know, we're, we're forging some type of relationship, a long-standing relationship. I don't want my name out there looking bad. I want my brand out there looking bad. So um, when you forge that relationship with that individual, just follow through with whatever you know, you say you're going to do. Don't make me come looking for you, okay? That's all I'm saying. Okay. Don't make me come for you, all right? So I bring big guns when I come. Not necessarily weapons, just people and stuff, all right? That's all I'm saying. So tomorrow, we got Coach 88, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the CEO of Legions of Greatness Radio Network Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving. No show, no show. 
We'll be back here on Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But he said, he said, closing out November, right? Um, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No. 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 It'll be the last, he said, she said for the month, but we won't be closing out the month of November. <laughs> I was rushing it. Um, yeah, so make sure that whatever you do on Thursday, do it big. Whether you're doing it with your family, celebrating Thanksgiving, whether you're doing it with your friends, having a Friendsgiving. Um, I learned that from the white people, Friendsgiving. Uh, whatever you're doing, you know, just do it big. I'll be working like 12 hours that day. So, dipping on a little eggnog. But whatever you do, make sure you're doing it big. If you have the time, um, you know, save the plate, wrap it up, give it to the homeless, um, you know. So I'll leave you with a quote. The music is not in the notes, but in the silence in between. Wolfgang Amadeus, until tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Coast 88. Have a good night.